From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you wherever you may be around the world on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike Douglas here along with our producer and co-host Elaine Harlan. And uh, this is the first live broadcast of 2012. Isn't that amazing? Happy New Year. And I'm still stuck back in August of 2010. I don't know how we got to January of 2012. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) Happy New Year to you. Great to have you uh, back with us uh, live here on Lighthouse Live. Mm. And uh, thank you to... uh, to all of you who volunteer with us throughout the year, and of course, all of you who join us you around bet. the world mm-hmm. on the podcast as well. And uh, uh, for those of us here in the United States of America, we're celebrating the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King yes. uh, today. And uh, with us is a uh, brother who hasn't been with us for I don't know, a couple wow. of years, Glenn Stovall, back with us. We're and and uh, great to for have more. you with us. He was with Brad- us once, and he came back and he for came more back anyway. of our, in that's spite a, of us. That's amazing. And Glenn has a special guest <laughs> oh, that will yeah. introduce to us uh, shortly. Uh, Glenn, this morning, I don't know if you got to see it, but there was a dynamic piece done on the new CBS uh, This Morning show by Wynton Marsalis. And it was called uh, The Impact of, of Martin Luther King, I think, on his life. I don't remember how they... Yeah. Wynton Marsalis just did an absolutely incredible Amazing. job. You know, and uh, that guy's kind of our contemporary, you know, mm-hmm. and I've, I've followed his career and thought, gee, man, I'd like to I'd like to have his chops, you know. I mean, that guy just <laughs> blows me away, you know. I... I know we're not supposed to envy, but I envy his trumpet playing, man. The guy is just absolutely amazing, isn't he? he And uh, just does so much around the world for kids, you know, raising their consciousness about music and and how that can empower them. And uh, anyway, if you have a chance to see it, friends, we encourage you to look that up. You can uh, go online to uh, CBS News, The Morning Show, and it's worth taking a look at that. It's it about is. a six-minute piece, and, and Elaine Fantastic. got to see it. Yes, yeah, I got just, to see it. Just before the show. Highly recommend it. Well, listen, let, let's get going now with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the story of another real-life Jesus freak. The remote Indonesian island of Mentawai has changed dramatically in recent years. Inhabitants had been mixing Islam with witchcraft and worshipping idols. But one day after hearing Stenley's bold, clear preaching of the gospel, a single Muslim burns his idol which contains a rolled-up scroll from the Quran. Authorities are quick to respond, and Stenley is arrested, beaten, and killed. But Stenley's work isn't over. Seven of his Bible school classmates follow him to Mentawai, And today, hundreds are experiencing conversion, revival, and ongoing evangelism. So what's your legacy? 
How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. You know, friends, we, we talk about the importance of being out in the community. And uh, you remember the, the admonition that, that Peter gave us in First Peter 2.12. You know, the people are watching, and we need to be careful how we act among the unbelievers because they may well come to the Lord on the day he visits us because of what we do and how we act in the community. And, and that really is our, our legacy. That, that can't happen if we're hiding uh, inside the four walls of our churches and our homes. We need to be in the community so that they can see uh, the light of Jesus Christ uh, reflected through us. So we thank you for committing yourselves to that. And you know, here's just a, a wonderful example of that a world away. And, and just a, a powerful testimony there. By the way, friends, uh, just um, uh, just a reminder uh, to you all that uh, new opportunities to serve are posted every day on our daily update page at vibrantcommunities.org. That's www.vibrantcommunities.org. Uh, Lane has a couple new opportunities every day. And if you're a Facebooker person, <laughs> why uh, you can uh, you can also go to Advancing Vibrant Communities. Uh, uh, face page there, fan page, and uh, we also post updates there as well, including uh, uh, tonight's broadcast with Glenn Stovall, and uh, that'll also be uh, archived, and we'll let you know where that is as well. So anyway, make sure you take advantage of those opportunities to serve. Right now, here's our friend Brad Dacus. It's time for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now, with a look at what's happening on the legal front the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. A California city has backed down from its attack on home Bible studies. You see, San Juan Capistrano had issued citations and heavy fines to homeowners Chuck and Stephanie Fromm because they hosted Bible study groups at their residence. Well, the city insisted they were a church and subject to a conditional use permit, which would require costly processes such as traffic or environmental impact studies. Well, the Fromms contacted Pacific Justice Institute for help. After filing an appeal with the Orange County Superior Court, the city reversed course and refunded the fines. I'm Brad Dacus. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. And we're back with you on Lighthouse Live. Take a quick look at the Volunteer Center of the United Way's Lend-A-Hand List. Catholic Charities is looking for adult volunteers to advocate on behalf of seniors living in care homes as long-term care ombudsmen and to help other seniors remain independent in their own homes with the transportation program. Now, volunteers complete a 36-hour training course and are certified by the California Department of Aging. Uh, the next volunteer training will be held coming up this week, January 18, 19, 20, and 23rd, and 25th between 9 and 5 p.m. A fingerprint background check, and then cost is reimbursed by the agency, and if, we'll be giving you more a number to call and more information uh, in just a little bit. That is such an important program. Now, I know one or two people serving in that, and, yeah. and that advocacy for seniors is so important today. I, Elaine, I know... That as as you answer, you know, Glenn, they don't let me answer the phones here at ABC. You know, <laughs> tell them why. No, yeah, well, why you know, that? when Elaine is gone, no. you know, I answer the phone. Advancing vibrant communities, Mike Douglas, click burr, or 
or I want to talk to Elaine, you know, so I don't even bother with the phones and things. You know, I'm dangerous on the phones, but, but Elaine, so many calls that you answer are, are from seniors and a lot of them because of the generational thing are afraid sometimes to, to speak up. A lot of them are being abused, not so much physically, although that happens, but they're being abused financially. They're being taken advantage of, and this ombudsman program is so important. So we encourage you folks, and of course, in not too distant future, I may need that help, you know, but um, <laughs> we're getting there. Not, not, not you, get, I'm get, not saying get, me, get, it's get, kind well, of a royal point to me. No, call yeah. me, no, and no, we'll arrange a right for you. Well, thank you, no. yeah, I, that's... <laughs> I, I may need that. So <laughs> anyway, I'm, I interrupted you. It's okay. Sorry, you, it's you, my first right. interruption of 2012. It's, right. no, it's okay. not the first. But yeah, it won't counting. be the last. I'm anyway, sure. <laughs> you know, Interfaith Ministries is another great group and uh, a great place where adult volunteers are needed to help provide food and clothing uh, for the needy individuals and families every weekday. And warehouse volunteers, uh, where they pick up, receive, sort, and distribute food to clients. Food pantry volunteers interview clients, offer support and referrals. They stock shelves and they have this clothes closet. Really cool thing because we send a lot of people there. Uh, Their volunteers sort clothing assist in the community clothes closet. Just do all kinds of really, really neat things for people. Now their volunteers must be at least 18 years of age or 16 to 17 years with an adult and be able to lift at least 25 to 40 pounds. Uh, So you might want to think about that. Interfaith Ministries works as a caring and sharing group of faith-based congregations uh, and individuals to help those in the greater Modesto area who are in need of food, clothing, and other humanitarian services. So um, we partner with all of these organizations, and we kind of inter-refer to each other, so it's really a a cool thing that happens. Now, the Salvation Army Turlock Corps, Uh, They helping uh, kindergarten through eighth grade youth excel at the Winter's Circle after school programs. Uh, Volunteers ages 16 years and up are needed to provide tutoring, homework, and computer lab assistance to youth weekday afternoons between 3 and 6. Volunteers may also interact and supervise youth in the recreation program with sports, if that's your thing. Lots of games and arts and crafts and activities, too. Uh, All volunteers complete a volunteer packet uh, interview and adults must pass a background security clearance. The Salvation Army Turlock Court is a worship and service center providing a variety of community and social service programs, including an emergency pantry, utility assistance programs, a very needed thing, uh, youth and family programs, and senior services as well. If you have any questions on any of these items, you can contact Barbara Borba. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, 209-524-1307, extension 113. Email Barbara at bborba at uastan.org. Closer to home here, a man and his family experienced homelessness, and they now have a place to stay. Thank God they received some food items through Salvation Army, and as oftentimes happens, our partnering uh, organizations refer families and individuals to AVC for needs such as furniture and other household items. And that's the case here uh, where we're asking you to, if you have spare beds, uh, they need one queen and two twins. I talked to the gentleman uh, myself and a refrigerator uh, and a washer and an electric dryer. And we want to emphasize working appliances Mm. for these people, please. Now, if you do have uh, any of these, please connect with us at 209-544-9571. It's 209-544-9571. 
8571 or email us at info at vibrantcommunities.org and we will make these things happen for this precious family. He's working, dad's working by the way at a temp agency and trying to get all the work that he can but you know times are tough right now for a lot of us so I just want to help this family as much as we can. Elaine, before we introduce our, our guest tonight, uh, as many of you know, every year uh, those uh, of us shepherds in the city that meet for prayer on Wednesdays go up the hill uh, above Sonora there and uh, to our annual prayer summit. And this was our 19th uh, prayer summit wow. together. And, uh, a lot of years. You know, a lot of years, and yes. God always does something different up there. We go uh, for two or three days and with no agenda other than to hear what God wants to say to us as shepherds in the city. And this year, quite, uh, in, we really do go up with a blank slate. We, we let God lead. And uh, surprising this year, almost immediately what bubbled up was a focus on fathering wow. and the responsibility of the church to promote godly fathering. And, and this is the statement that, uh, that came out of, of the summit, and I'm, I'm reading it to you now because many of the pastors in the Modesto area are going to be uh, referring to this throughout the year. Here, here's what God gave us. Reflecting the Father heart of God, we covenant together to model and champion biblical fathering and to advocate for the fatherless within our spheres of influence. Mm. Let me read that again. Mm. Reflecting the father heart of God, we covenant together to model, notice that comes first, model and champion biblical fathering, and to advocate for the fatherless within our spheres of influence. So we'll just leave that with you and uh, ask you to pray over that. And again, many of the pastors in the Modesto area will be focusing on that uh, during this coming year. Oh, and I hope we can unpack that as we go along, too. That's great. Well, we want to welcome back our dear friend and brother. It has been a while, Glenn, and we know that no grass grows under your feet. (laughs) We know that. And uh, he's one who's taken a lot of abuse and has come back for more. We just just bless you for that. We are the ones who are blessed. And um, Glenn, congratulations on the recent Clear Choice Awards that you uh, received. We just uh, commend you and, and just honor and and uh, want to congratulate you and and uh, recognize you for that. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. And it's not just you. We're blessed tremendously every time I come here. Uh, when I think about vibrant communities, when I'm at work sometimes, or you know, referring people, it's like uh, mm-hmm. it brings a smile to my face because it's always been a positive. Um, spirit-filled place. I walk in mm. and you sense the warmth. And mm. so it's a pleasurable place to be here. I feel really bad that it's been so long <laughs> that oh, I've been here, but we always enjoy coming back. Well, so great thank day. you for having thank us. You thank you for you. being here. Yes. And uh, you have a special friend that's with you tonight. We want to also welcome Shantavia Reynolds uh, to Lighthouse Live also. And I understand that you did a magnificent job performing at the Clear Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank yes. you. Nothing but God. Pastor Mike uh, witnessed that personally. You know, they they let me in. Uh, <laughs> you know, they I, do. I, snuck in, I don't know actually. if they'll let you back in. Uh, that's that's, the key, that's always the, the problem. But our, our good friend Darius Crosby had yes. just done a wonderful job with the Cl- Crystal Clear Awards. Yes. And, and uh, Glenn, again, we congratulate you for receiving yours, especially in the area of, of musicianship and education. And and sister, you just did a magnificent yes. job. I sat back there going, "Wow, man, this is a little bit of heaven," you know. So right when I get my mansion, I, I hope you're kind of near us so we can hear you forever. You know, that would be a very cool yes, thing. Yes, God has gifted you uh, in an incredible way, and 
And Glenn, you know, mu- music today, it's a tough gig, you know, mm-hmm. and, and yet God has, has given you open doors and, and giftings and, and a platform and just some amazing things. Kind of bring us up to speed on, on what he's doing in your life right now. Well, I'm blessed in the fact that I love music, love to be involved, and uh, he's opened up me with Inside, where I've been working with a lot of people in the community, um, and not always for money, just to help them out. They had dreams, and I remember how difficult Mm -hmm. it was for me to start my dream, and everyone said, you should do this and do this, but no one gave me any money, you know, (laughs) so I didn't do it. (laughs) And I remember what it was like to want to, to put my songs out where I could hear them instead of just on the paper. Mm. And he finally blessed me where it came down to the point where I said, okay, God, I'm not going to ask you again. Uh, you know what I want, but I'll keep writing for you. I'll keep leading mm. the choir. I'll keep doing praise and worship. And I wrote a song that said, not my will, but thy will. Mm. And that next week I was producing my first project in a studio that I didn't even know about, but that's how God works. Wow. How long ago was that, Glenn? Uh, that one's it's been about six years now, six, wow. seven years. Yeah. And so since then it's been very busy, so we've been enjoying the ride. This it's, is such a tremendous ministry, and he yeah. takes you other places other than... Motown. Well, that's true. I mean, we um, were blessed to um, minister with Danny Graham and were able to back up Andre Crouch, who was my mentor mm-hmm. musically. Wow. I grew up mm-hmm. on his music. Yeah. Um, and we were fortunate to meet with them a few times where they taped TBN down there. And, and we were saying back up for Martha Manese and Walter mm-hmm. Hawkins, the late Bishop Walter Hawkins and uh, Beverly Crawford. And so it was a tremendous experience to be able to know the ministry that you have, but experience the ministry of others and, and see how we're not always the same but different, but God blesses us all in different ways. And he has a job for each one of us also. Yeah. So that was very interesting and very impactful for us. You know, it's interesting how the, the, the different expressions of God's gifting mm-hmm. are different yes. around the world as well as, uh, as here in, in this town, in the greater Modesto area and around the country as, uh, as well. Uh, Glenn, as you've been writing it, by the way, I, I just admire you keyboard guys. You know, that's that's why I play horn. I only got to worry about three fingers on one hand, you know, yeah, and the chops well. do the rest. I can I cannot get one hand to do one thing and the other do another. I've heard you, know, you just, say that before. I, I wonder it, what that. It, it, I'm not wired that way. I'm just yeah. amazed at how you guys and. You actually go in, man. He sits there and he's just, mm, he's not even looking at the keyboard. You know, God's like just ripping through it. No effort him. involved. How do you, you do that? It's an amazing thing. It's a gift. It's isn't something, it? there's something for everybody. I love the stacks. And so I said, I read music or I read a long time ago. So I said, I'll teach myself. Once I started blowing on that thing for five minutes, I got dizzy. My lips were about to fall off. So then I knew that wasn't for me. See? So he left that one for you, and he there gave you me the go. keyboard. That's so, right. That's you know, good. as long as we work together, that's what it's all well, about. Well, the body Remember of Christ. Yes, yeah, right. It has yeah. different functions. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And you both so, do it so well, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. And so that's basically, you know, working on different projects. We work, uh, did the play. Uh, Shantavia sang in the play uh, To Kill a Mockingbird at Gallo mm. Arts and so oh, wow. we started working together and the reason um, that I was eager to do that is because of her love for God and the impact and the passion that you could feel when she sang because many of us go through the motions in singing and living our lives and as you said before the only way we're going to pack the fatherless uh, those without salvation we have to have a certain degree of burning a holy spirit within us that causes us mm-hmm. to do things that I normally wouldn't do because I just don't want to do it 
And so we've been able to work on a number of projects because of her passion for God and the impact that her voice, not only her voice, but her spirit has on the lyrics that we that we write together. So it's been a great experience. Now, Sean, Tavia, how did, how did you start to exercise this gifting God? I would imagine it probably bubbled up pretty early, right? Um, I actually was very shy. So I used to, um, I knew I could sing, but yet I was so shy and, and so scared that every time somebody asked me to sing, I would cry or hyperventilate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, when you start, if that's your passion, that's your love, and you know you have God leading you, then it's like, hey, he didn't give us the spirit of fear. So mm. I just keep going with it. I still get my jitters, but I know that he's with me. So the more I did it and the more I just let him lead and just guide me, then it just... Now she makes him cry. <laughs> yeah, amen. Spirit amen. hits them, and amen. you know they're ter- ter- totally turned towards worship. Praise and, God. Amen. God. Did you start at like an early age? Did you start in church at an early age, Shantivia? Um, when I started singing, um, it was mostly in my room. But um, then when I started being in church, like with then, a hairbrush for the microphone. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> and then I started being very active in. Um, um, in church when I was younger, mm-hmm. so um, they kind of pushed me. The minister started pushing me to do the solos, and and I just started going from there. Well, isn't it amazing, Glenn, how many well-known names started singing in church, mm-hmm. didn't they? I mean, you you look at uh, uh, even, uh, boy, one of my, my boy and I just love, in fact, Another pastor friend of mine, I'm going to burn him on the air by saying his name because some of this congregation might Go think it's it. kind of carnal. Go for it. You know, but, uh, but we really love NCIS, okay. you know, and NCIS LA mm-hmm. and, and person of interest. All right, there I've got it all. Out. all right. I'm glad you got that off your Here chest. come the cards and letters now. But in NCIS LA, uh, LL Cool J started mm-hmm. singing in church, mm-hmm. you know, and, and God just has launched a, a, a lot of people, you know, by, by uh, j- just being within the congregation and exercising their gifts. And I was just thinking, um, Glenn, as we're talking, you have quite a ministry legacy in mm-hmm. your family, right? Talk, talk about that a little bit. Well, my grandfather was pastoring back in New York, where my dad is from, right. and then my dad is a pastor, probably with three of his brothers also are pastoring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my brother is assistant pastor at, at Modesto Christian Center. My dad is still pastoring. And then um, uh, I'm an ordained elder also, so I'm on staff as minister of music there at Modesto Christian Center. So it's been a certain lifestyle of, of seeing men of God and the women, our mothers, living before God. is like, well, what else are you going to do? Uh, but try to live holy, you know. And, and so, you know, the amazing thing is that, you know, in these days people laugh and we can ridicule nobody can else can be ridiculed now on tv except for christians so it's made a big difference as far as being able to make a stand and so um basically i've seen how god is blessed and keeps when we are committed to doing his ways not being perfect but just being committed Mm, amen you know uh, both of you uh have apparently produced a tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. We, you mind if we listen to that right with that? Wouldn't be that perfect. Be so cool? We would love to do that right, right. now. And, uh, and 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 this is uh this is just 
the tribute. Is that what it's called? This one is called The Dream Will Be Complete. All right, let's listen to that, and we'll be back with you on Lighthouse Life right after this. And then 
Man. Angelic is yes. what that is. That's Shantavia. a little heaven that right there. That is beautiful. Wow. That is incredible. Yeah, I was thinking as you were singing Gorgeous. and as we were talking about uh, giftings of what Paul oh, says beautiful. in Ephesians 2.10, that we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, oh, which God prepared Jesus. in advance for us to do. And man, he... He created some oh, incredible goodness. things for you to yeah, do crazy. way back when, oh, didn't he? Wow. And you do. <laughs> mm. just, oh, Glenn, tell us a little bit about uh, how, how God walked you through that song. Wow, it's incredible. Well, we wrote that together. Yeah. And so yeah. that's been the nice thing is that um, um, he's kind of synced us up spiritually where um, scripturally we're kind of on the same page. Mm. And so... Um, in, in writing this song, you know, basically we were talking about the changes that have continued over the years, and yet there's still work to be done, mm-hmm. but yet mm-hmm. we're thankful for where we have been, mm-hmm. not only us, just people in general. And I think the biggest thing that people forget as Christians is that the reason why we have these issues is not necessarily a color thing. It's a sin issue. Yeah. And once we turn to God and allow God to really cleanse us of our our carnal personalities, then we start to realize, you know, it's not the color thing. I just need more of the love of God to yes. be coming through my life. So Amen. I don't care what you Amen. look like, I can treat you righteously. Amen. And once we get to that point where we realize it's not what they have or what they're doing, but it, the onus comes on us. I'm responsible for how I treat you. Because mm-hmm. God said that, you know, we're supposed to love everyone, you know. That's right. As we love ourselves. Exactly. And, you know, remembering and loving and honoring what Dr. Martin Luther King's, his legacy, mm-hmm. you know, and we, everybody's, it's etched in our minds, you know, the I have a dream part of his speech. But another one that he said, and I love this part, in addition to what we watched on the CBS thing from this morning, he said, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Mm-hmm. That really mm-hmm. grabbed me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's another uh, out of Ephesians 5, verse 21, that, that popped into my mind, you know, uh, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, you know, and I'm, I'm as I'm listening to that, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that, and <clears throat> Glenn, I think you're right, you know, it, 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 it's about the journey. We're probably not going to arrive in our lifetime you know what I mean, on, on, on many different levels, mm-hmm. but it's about the journey mm-hmm. and allowing for the fact that, that we don't carry out what God has given us perfectly. We're imperfect beings, right. you know, but uh, he, he's given us the stuff through the blood of Christ to, to go through the journey, Amen. you know, and uh, uh, Shantavia, t- tell us a little bit about what was going through you when, when you guys were writing this and, and singing that. Well, I mean, woo, that mm-hmm. gives you goosebumps. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, it was more of it was more of looking at where we stand now, where we stand now, and mm. um, just growing up, you see, you see everybody. You know, I was actually I was going through the I have a dream speech, and I was mm. looking at this stuff and and hearing him, and some of the stuff we can check off what we have overcome, but yet we're still missing the unity we're still missing just coming together in spite of our flaws and in spite of our issues you know so we're only human but as we show love you know love overshadows everything and then when i when i actually wrote i pray that it's love secretly is it's not a secret but god is love so i pray that god 
you know, I pray that God, you know, overshadows this hate and, you know, and just, and just let him have his way. And if we just really let God have his way, it'd just be such a beautiful thing. You know, there's something to honoring our distinctives and yet through that also having unity. Mm-hmm. You know, and think of, of Jesus as as uh, he was ruminating and his heart was kind of breaking as he's looking over Jerusalem, you know, and, mm-hmm. and his heartfelt prayer that they would be one as as the Father and, and, right. and he were, were one. And, and we fall so short of that. And uh, yet, that doesn't mean we need to give up. You know, oh, we, we, have, we, have, we have to we have to keep at it. And uh, Glenn is is I'm thinking of the the way God uses music to accomplish mm-hmm. some of this. You look throughout history. Uh, look, look at uh, the the uh, um, genesis of, of jazz mm-hmm. uh, in and of itself, and how many different cultures, you know, uh, had 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 input into that mm-hmm. over over the years and god really used music has used since the beginning music in a powerful way king david you know obviously but god doesn't he use time. music in a powerful way to get to us and 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 uh, really to get the spirit moving through us to to act many times well you know what's scary is you know someone got kicked out of heaven yeah and as he moved yeah. he was music wow yeah. you know, he was, it was the most beautiful creature and as he moved, he embodied what God thought music was. And I think that's why music is so powerful. Um, it can be devastating in some ways, but mm-hmm. used like God wants it, it's so powerful. Because if we utilize the word, it doesn't matter if you're speaking it, whispering it, singing the word of God. His word is alive, and it and it moves, and it impacts people and saves us from total destruction. So it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, music yes, is great. Yes, yes. And it really is. Uh, it is an element of of worship, mm-hmm. not not the whole thing, right. but an yes. element of it. But, but without it, uh, we're we're missing so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I often tell the story. It, it, it was a couple of years ago when we were at a conference, and uh, I won't name his name because he's a dear brother and he's gone to be with the Lord, you know. But he he was up in years and and a brilliant mind. I mean. Talk about doctrine. I mean, this guy just, you know, your synapses blow listening to this man. But but uh, I was sitting in a room with with, with him, and there were a couple other uh, guys as well at a conference. And and uh, there was a husband and wife couple. I won't use their names either, but they are dynamic. I mean, he <laughs> talk about chops, man. He uh, he can play the piccolo trumpet and put, you know, most people to shame. Okay. The guy's just, and his wife is a great pianist and flute player and all that. Anyway. They had done just a magnificent service. I mean, people were bouncing off the walls, you know, at a church that normally they weren't bouncing off the walls at. But, I mean, they were just, <laughs> God was, you know, just, you know, the, the walls were going, ba-doom, ba-doom, you know. And, and so anyway, afterwards, we're, we're in there, and we're all sitting around the table. The brother looks over at them, and he says, you know, that jazzy stuff doesn't belong in church. Uh-huh. And I go, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, and I love the pipe organ. I mean, oh I, yeah, I come from Lake Avenue and church in Pasadena. It's got a huge pipe organ, and I was married there in that. You know, mm-hmm. And I love that dynamic. But God honors all kinds of different Anything. music. It's His creation, isn't it? And uh, I almost said something, but then I thought, you know, who am I to? To confront the I, I'm surprised man. you didn't. I, you said creation. I'm just wondering, Glenn and Shantavia, what about your creative processes when you're looking at these songs and you're writing? What goes through your minds and your hearts when you're creating these songs? 
What, what, tell us, walk us through your creative processes. Mine? Yeah. Okay. Both of you. Usually it just comes to me. I could be, mm-hmm. um, I could be inspired by something. Mm-hmm. It could be the littlest things. If you say something or if I hear a phrase, mm-hmm. um, and then it just goes from there. And then when I can't go any further, I have Glenn over here <laughs> to help me finish it. So is the morning your best time, Santavia? No, no, you're not a morning person. I no. know somebody else who's like, Amen. No. <laughs> Amen to that. I do my best writing at night. Yes. I really do. Well, you've got a a partner here. How about you, Glenn? I'm a morning person. There we go. I'm with you, brother. Yes, 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 yes. I'm a morning. You know, it's weird. I get, you know, it's amazing how when I, we just went to a TNT fundraiser with JP. And whenever I'm at a concert or anything, I usually have a whole page filled with notes because they're mentioning things that God has done for them or I'm at church or you know, different things. So I'll get lyrics from there or, you know, just from a drum beat or I'll play mm-hmm, some chords, mm-hmm. you know, it sends me in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And I just, I know it's the Holy Spirit. And sometimes, you know, people go, well, you didn't say uh, Holy Spirit guide you. My whole life has been, it's not been Walking about me. So I don't have spirit. to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just doing it. And he knows, see, he knows when I sit down at the piano, you know, I many times just say, you know, Lord, help me out. I know how to play the songs. But, you know, me playing without the Holy Spirit moving mm. is absolutely worthless. You said JP. I think he's a morning person, too. Yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> I think he's an all-day person mm-hmm. in 24th. It's nonstop. Yep. Anyway, that's good. Is good really friend cool. of ABC, yes, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's a great Trinity yeah. networking yeah. team. Mm-hmm. It's just, just yes. great, great partners. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm with you on the morning thing. You know, I... I, I, I'm not conscious conscious until about nine. You know, and my my brain doesn't my I can stay up my, my creative process starts about ten o'clock at night and goes about two in the morning. Thank you. Yeah, amen. All right. <laughs> you guys are oh, hey, this that's, is cool. That's pretty Thank cool. You. Yeah. Now See, we cool. are in for a treat, dear friends, wherever you happen to be listening, and we're so grateful for you also. We just really appreciate you sharing your time with us here on Lighthouse oh, Live. Thanks. And Glenn, introduce, if you will, our next uh, song, musical treat here tonight on Lighthouse Live. Well, this one is, in times like these, we need the Lord. And you may know Doris Reed. She would host uh, prayer breakfasts. And I was sitting on the piano playing for Renee, and uh, she said, you know, in times like these, we need the Lord. And so that's where this song came from, because no matter what we go through, all the things that we have obtained, man, we need God. Mm. So here it is, in times like these on Lighthouse Live, and we'll be back right after this.
finding peace and love, living without a cause. I could still be carrying a load of guilt. He felt my broken heart and gave me a brand new start. I'm so glad the grace In times like these, Shantavia Reynolds here on Lighthouse Live. Glenn Stovall, that was just uh, marvelous. Thank you very much. God is good. Glenn, where do you uh, where do you see the music industry going right now? I and mean, we got so many different uh, kinds of genres going on, and and uh, you know we we see television programs now all wrapped around you know singing and vocals and, and that sort of thing yeah being so involved in the industry where do you see it going right now and, and what opportunities do you see for believers to exercise their their giftings with within those uh, those new streams that are that are coming out well it's changing I think people are excited now that they're looking for people that can sing again. Uh, people that can play instruments. Mm. Um, for so long, it was um, you were sampling. Um, you didn't really have to have a great voice to be up there. Um, and and we've, we're seeing a twist. Even with the shows, the competitions, they're looking for people that have some vocal chops again. And and that's nice. And as Christians, I, I just think we need to be comfortable with who we are. I think mm. many times we have an inferiority complex and forget why we're doing things. And many of us are singing different things that are not really godly because we forgot who we were or who we are. And I believe we can do, I believe we can sing any genre. 
but I still think that it should give it should give God the glory. Mm. I'm always amazed. Jesus was walking on the earth, and you go through John every sentence. I am here to do the meat of my Father. I am here to please my Father. He didn't start any revivals for himself. <laughs> he right. was here promoting God and eternal salvation. And I think as singers and musicians, I still think that we can do that in a godly way where I believe that we should be drawing people out of the secular markets into the church with mm-hmm. our abilities instead of us always trying to go to them. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, How, how, do, you, how do you see that happening? What, what, we shouldn't, can't be afraid of who we are. Mm-hmm. Many times we're trying to assimilate and be just like everyone else when we should, we should be bumping it just like them but we're doing it for God. And there's nothing wrong with anything. He said nothing in this world is a sin. Yeah. It's a misuse of it. Yeah. So we're free to do anything. Amen. And if we give him the glory, I'm 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 a witness that God opens doors where you should not be, places you should not be able to go, things you shouldn't be able to do. But he said that if we give him the praise, you know, in secret, not bragging, he would exalt us and lift us up openly. Mm. And I'm I'm a witness of what God will do if you just commit your ways to him. Amen. Shantalia, how about uh, how about you? What, what do you see God doing in in your life over the next uh, couple of years with this gift that He's given you? Oh my, <laughs> I don't know. I just um, I always ask Him, and you know, I always tell Him, I just want to be an open vessel. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if it's through singing, if it's through um, ministry, if it's through whatever it is that reach out and touch others, um, I'm all for it. So if it's the music that he wants me to go forth in, I will do it. If it's the um, acting, if he wants me to do theater, no matter what it is, and if it's right about now, I'm going to be the youth leader at my church at Grace Worship Center. Mm -hmm. And if it's through that and drawing kids from the streets into the churches, then I'm all for it. So I'm an open vessel to him. So whatever he allows me to do. I'm privileged to do it. So the opportunities are there, aren't they? Yes, You're open ma'am. for those opportunities. We've been studying in the last uh, few weeks in in First Corinthians, and of course we're a little ahead of ourselves here in chapter ten. But verse twenty four, he says, "Let no one seek his own good, but that of his neighbor." And that's a that's a good thing for us to to focus on. I think. You know, we were talking about unity a little bit before, Glenn, and there's something special here in this greater Modesto area in Stanislaus County that you don't always see happening other places, and and we have to be careful with that. Uh, Those of us who've been around here for a little bit, and and I've been here 16 years, and I'm still kind of a newcomer, Mm. you know, (laughs) in in this area, but, but, uh, you know, you, you, you do see, let's take the Wednesday prayer Pastors from different denominations sitting down together and saying, you know, for for this next hour, we're going to put aside what divides us or what's different about us. You know, you may be a Lutheran here, a Baptist here, a non-denominational here, or a Presbyterian here. We're going to put all the distinctives aside. We're just going to concentrate on, on what we share and, uh, you know, have an Assemblies of God guy over here, and you have a conservative guy over here with a church that you never had any decibels at all, you know, and, and yet everybody can, 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 can get together under the authority of Jesus Christ and, and just 
pray together, and and we see people working together. Mm-hmm. We see uh, di- different faith streams working together, and uh, it, it's a special thing. We see the openness that government has to work with the faith-based community here. And I just think, Glenn, that, that we need to make sure that we take advantage of that and don't ignore it and step up to the plate and take the cue and, and walk through that open door that, that God has given us, or we're going to miss something very special that he's doing right now. Yeah. And that's happening. And what's actually God is showing us what heaven's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a few years back, a lot of people were going to be upset who they thought might be living next door to in heaven. <laughs> but like you said, we have been coming together, different denominations, all different types of groups, and we're praying together. I was just at a Martin Luther King. We were at the Martin Luther King ceremony uh, commemoration uh, uh, Christian love. And um, Sandy Marks was from the education. She was there, yeah, council right. members, senators, and they were talking about how they meet and pray um, before they have their meetings. Mm-hmm. Oh, who, what are you doing, praying at work, you know? <laughs> but that's what's happening. Yeah. But, you know, God said he would pour out his spirit as a song saying, as, as Shantavia is saying, and that's the only way we're not going to, we're not supposed to be surviving. We're supposed to be thriving Amen. by the spirit of God. And he's mm-hmm. given us all the tools. And like you said, I think we're taking part and utilizing the tools that God has given us to really make an impact on people that are lost and sometimes don't know they're lost, but isn't that our job? Amen. Amen. Absolutely. You know, we were talking earlier about um, Dr. Martin Luther King and and uh, this morning's segment on CBS. I thought it was interesting that they pointed out that our differences are less than our similarities. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that we ought to keep that in our in our minds and hearts mm-hmm. more often sometimes yes. than we do. Glenn, what about uh, the young kids? And we spend a lot of time in the airport neighborhood here in our area. We spend a lot of time on, on, on the west side and some of the back alleys and wiping out graffiti and, you know, doing a lot of And we see a lot of, uh, you know, kids that if, if you were to look at them without God's eyes, you'd say, man, they have no hope. You know, uh, what, what are some of the ways that you see how music can kind of release them from where they are and, and experience what, what God has in store for them? What, what kind of ways can parent and, parents encourage their kids to just take advantage maybe of that gifting and, and allow God maybe to take them places they, they never thought they'd go? It impacts you. Music does. You hear someone um, like Shantavia ministering in song. It impacts you. It, it puts something in you that makes you stop for a minute. And I think that more than music lessons, though, and getting them involved in our programs, the only thing that's going to really, you hate to go back to, I don't hate to go back to, the only thing that's really going to save us is God. And so, you know, as we do these nice little neat programs, there has to be some interjection of of Jesus Christ. There has to be in order for them to be able to live a life that is meaningful to God and to be able to be with Him forever. And we open up their lives through music and community. I, I love when I have my group. They were all from different churches. I work with other um, singers and artists, and they're all from, I like that. They're all Baptists and, you know, Presbyterian. And I like that because yes. I, I don't want to just be talking to one group of people. Mm-hmm. And then even outside of the church, we've dealt with other people. And like you said, I think it's the beginning of what God has been wanting all along. And the only way we're going to reach our young people, first of all, we have to live right before them. We have to live holy lives. That's what you were talking about, your workshop or your prayer, where you guys had the retreat and it came up fathering. And the fathering is modeling Mm. or giving them something that they can, you know, live after. You know, 
you know, if my dad limps and I watch my dad and I'm one year old and I grow up and how do you think, why do you think I start limping? That's right. Because you can't my dad That's limped. right. Exactly. Yeah. And if my dad lives holy and my mom lives holy, what are the odds of me? <laughs> I'm going to try to live holy like my dad. So it's a thing where we have to live something before yeah. that. They want to see that authenticity, don't mm-hmm. they? They want to see what's yes. real. And, and Glenn, one of the things that came up, and, and you know, we don't, we, we covenant with each other up at the summit that what's said there stays right. there. Because there has to be safety. Yeah. Pastors have to, at some point, be able to let down, dump their stuff, and, and know it's not going to show up in a yes. sermon illustration right. somewhere, you know. And so we have that covenant. But, you know, just to say that that dynamic happens. And one of the interesting things was there were some guys up there who did not have good models, you know, did not have godly models. But one of the things that came out consistently through that prayer time is regardless, it's never too late. Absolutely. Never too late. And the the aspect of and the importance of relationship, God's all about relationship. And uh, a couple of those guys said, you know, uh, even though my dad and I did not have a good relationship, what I found out was I need to take the initiative, you know, and because it is not too late for, for God to start working. Yes. And so we have that dynamic, Glenn, of we learned from, we act like, right. but also that can work in reverse as well, yes, and we can, can rub off on our di- mm-hmm. dad's calendar. That's true. That's true. I mean, at some point, we have to be accountable okay. and, and know that, yes, you know what? I may have been messed up when I was young. I may, may have been messed up when I was in my mid-age. You know what? I may be messed up now, but at some point, what are you going to do about it? Mm. I mean, you know, sometimes I tell my class, I say, you know, you know, we all make mistakes, but what are you going to do now? When are you going to turn mm-hmm. to God and allow Him to do what He's been wanting to do from the very beginning? Mm-hmm. And so when we get to that point where we finally say, I can't do this. You know, I prayed my prayer. You know, I'm just a dirt clod. You know, God, I need you. I'm tired of trying to figure out the way. And I know everything I'm stressing over right now, you've already figured out an answer. Yeah. So what am I tripping about? And so when I got to that point where I stopped stressing over every little thing, then God was able to just... I got this. Mm. He ran away with it. Mm. And I was blessed forever because of that. You know, and, the, and that um, that word picture that, that Jesus gave us in, in Matthew 11 uh, about the yoke. Mm. You know, oftentimes, some of us grew up thinking, well, okay, that God's, God's behind kind of driving the team and I've got the thing. No, 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 it's a double yoke. Yes. Jesus walking with us, yes. you know. And, and that word picture is, is so powerful. There's nothing that can't be overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also understanding, if we look at Hebrews 11, that we may not see the end game. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff that, that, that we're you know, worried about in here right now that, that we're concerned about. We may not see the fruit of that. It may be like the heroes of the faith in Hebrews 11. They may see it, we may see it a long ways off. But we had our part, didn't yes. we? And that's important. We're bumping, you know, God's time is eternal, ours is not. We're, <laughs> we're bumping the clock a little bit, but Sean Tavy, I want to offer you the opportunity. What, what would you say uh, to, to young women or, or, or young men that, that have a gift and, and uh, maybe are a little bit um, embarrassed or, or they're, they're shy? Um, shy? <laughs> what, what would you say to them about just taking that, that big step and letting it rip for God? Um, more than anything, it's just to... Um let go. One of my favorite um, um, 
um, scriptures is um, Psalms 56 and 3, and it said, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Mm-hmm. And and it also goes in knowing your worth and knowing who God has made you and created you to be. You're individual for a purpose. And it, and just embrace that and then love that. And once you find that, just God can do wonders. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just I say, you know, put God first, embrace your worth, and just let God and just let God. Amen. <laughs> Glenn, let's give you the last word. What uh, what what's on your heart for young men and women that think they have no way out? Way out. Uh, what what prayer would you have for them? What encouragement would you have for them? Well, I just pray that they would know that no matter what they're going through, no matter what they've been through, what they're thinking, the worst horrific things they've experienced, that our God is so merciful. Uh, that he forgives us of anything. And he said that if we would just ask for forgiveness, that he would give it liberally. And he gives it over and over again. And you know what? I think many times that we forget that when we mess up again, he's still there. Mm. He's still merciful. And he forgives us. And they ask, how many times do we forgive this brother? He said, 470 times seven. That's Mm -hmm. 490 Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. And we need to know that as Christians. And many times we've been shut off because of that. But God is still there. And we forgive. Amen to that. Oh, wow. Glenn Stovall and Shantavia Reynolds, we want to thank you so much for blessing our time here on Lighthouse Live and Dear Friends at Home. We hope you've been um, uh, blessed immensely as well and hope that you will join us again here next week on Lighthouse Live. Thank you, and God bless you. Good night.